Group Chief Advisor at Ndiso Consulting Group. His name is uh, Andisa Ramabunga. He's uh, here with me and we are looking at his journey. And today we're going to focus on the very business that he is uh, both operationally and strate- strategically involved in. And that is the Ndiso Consulting Group. And we're going to take that as a model uh, of the process that he has gone through. Uh, good evening to you, Andisa. Are you well this evening? I'm good, Aubrey. Excellent, man. I want to start off before we get into the conversation about your current business uh, together with your pa- partners, the uh, uh, Ndiso Consulting Group, and revisit a thought that I think we didn't complete last time we had the conversation. And that is the difference between being self-employed and being a business person. And I know that it can sound like we are messing around with semantics, but I think that there are some real technical differences that we need to be aware of in order for us to understand the difference between those two realities, being self-employed versus being a person in business. Now, you can be in business and be self-employed, but there is, I believe, a difference between being self-employed and therefore, and then graduating to a place where you are in business. Let's talk about that. I'm trying to see if I understand you, Aubrey. I think I get the gist of what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so m- maybe first let me start by saying people who are self-employed are, are naturally in business. Sure. Uh, I-, I think what you are trying to get to is 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 um, the area where you say, "Do I have a business or am I self-employed?" I yeah. don't know whether I'm, ma- I'm making sense, sure. right? Yeah. A, a business is something that's able to run when you are not there. Yeah. And self-employment, naturally, obviously, you you, you can't. You you are the employee, but you're still in business. Yeah. Uh, right. I, I would like to put in the difference, and, and we've spoken about this word for the longest of time, is scaling a business. Because the only way you can move away from being self-employed to uh, working in your business, because those are subtle differences. Uh, because just because you have got a business does not mean that you can't work in it. I, yeah. I work in my, my business. But the difference is, 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 is that uh, I, I can take two, two days or three days off uh, without that business being impacted. In fact, I could argue I could take longer, but obviously I don't want to take longer sure. because I've got other uh, uh, aspirations. The question that I think you are asking is to say, how do you create something that outlives you? Yes. And that's when you say you are in business. If you are self-employed, something that might might not necessarily operationally need you on a day-to-day basis. In fact, it shouldn't. At some point, not only operationally but strategically, right? right. Yeah. So you you need to 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 put in place the necessary infrastructure that would allow it allow it to get there. And that, that, that's the art of scaling that we've always spoken about. Uh, last week we started. Um, talking about some of the things that entrepreneurs need to document, right? Uh, and, and this is now, and by the way, to, to just take a step back, I find it often, or businesses often start with self-employment. I think that, that one is, is, is very critical. And I, I, I would also like to distinguish from just being employed. I mean, the, 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 the difference between just being employed in a business and obviously being self-employed, I think is vast because not only are you an employee or delivering a service or a craft in your business, yeah. but you are supposed to be doing all these other repair services that you might not necessarily do in employment. Things like writing out invoices, 
things like thinking about strategy, things about uh, thinking about operations, thinking about customer experience, thinking about uh, how do you delight and please uh, the, 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 the customer. Ultimately, self-employment ends up with you taking the ultimate accountability for everything that goes on in the business. Whereas if you're employed, you're somewhat shielded because you, you can get away with just concentrating on what you are being employed to do. So you are taking accountability for just a small part of of your business or operations. But self-employment is is a start of a lot of businesses. The, the question then becomes, how do you scale that business up so that you are not just self-employed, but you are working in your business? Yeah. And that business is, is employing other people and it can sustain itself whether you are there or, 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 or not, and thereby creating that legacy. So let's let's splice that to your journey into the creation of Ndiso Consulting Group. Yeah. Um, when does that journey start? And I, I don't want you to lose track of some of these principles, scaling, yes. um, changing from being employed in a business to a systems-run business. Yeah. Uh, and I'm preempting here. I'm, I'm, I'm going ahead of myself, sorry. Um, talk to me about how and when does that journey start? So if you remember the last time we, we spoke, uh, I, I was in a process of, of starting up a, a TV business. In fact, by the time DSO come, that process had moved to a, a greater degree of maturity. Mm. Uh, um, Connect was launched and, and it, it started hiring people. Uh, and then those people went on with the business of, of, of television, which is about production, it's about script writing, it's about creativity. But there's also the, the, the head office bit that I started to, to do as well. I was still looking after strategy. I still wrote a lot of the strategy documents or, or, or the business models and as, as well as forming part of the team that does negotiations. But for all intents and purposes, the operational side of stuff, which I, I, I was not qualified to do anyway, um, we, we got people to do that, uh, people to write scripts, people to actually be behind cameras do editing of of, of, uh, of of the content or material that comes in yeah. and do after um, post-production, it's, it's, it's called. So there were people who did that. So that freed up a lot of my time, uh, whereby I then got into a, and I'll shorten the story, I then met my current partners, um, where again, we, we, we started a, a business from an opportunistic point of view. You might remember I said that uh, I'm a career management consultant and uh, when I joined my partners we were in consulting they were also uh, somewhat from a a, 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 a career in, in in consulting right so we then started this journey so for all intents and purposes we did all the work right so, so when I say all the work is the value chain of the business that comes that uh, uh, word again so we would go source the work but we'll then go deliver the work uh, ourselves the the way two of us at the time and then the, 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 the third partner would, would, would come and, and, and join us from, from time to time. But we, we did all the work, uh, including invoicing, chasing after invoices, making sure that we get paid, doing uh, sell-on work, uh, account management. So we were pretty much self-employed if, for, if you were to use the, 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 the word in a, in, a, in a technical sense, in the sense that we, we were working for ourselves. But... Uh, it wasn't clear at the start that we were building a business, but it became very apparent very uh, quickly. And I, 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 again, uh, I'd like to draw 
uh, ourselves to those principles to say what actually made us work f- from that time because i'm i'm, I'm remember the, the the whole point of our conversation today we call it reflections right but uh, superimposing that or reflection rather uh, on on my journey to date and and what what worked and what if if i had an opportunity to relive that life what would i have changed so what worked uh, again was getting a, a strong partnership a, a partnership that's based on on, on trust culture became a, a glue for the partners so so w- one thing uh, i would then uh, edge entrepreneurs uh, to to get into and i know it's it's not an easy thing to 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 get into because we are driven by motive of putting food on the table but sometimes even uh, the, the interest of the work that we do yeah. but it's it's quite important to evaluate culturally how you you're working as a, as a partnership because that will determine whether that partnership Will 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 last the t- the, the 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 test of time. Uh, will st- will stand the test of time, rather. Oh, 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 I want to stop you just yeah. very quickly there, especially on that word culturally, yeah. as it pertains to business. Yes, right. Because you know somebody's listening to them talking, thinking culturally. What are we talking about? Aren't we supposed to be having a conversation about business, entrepreneurship, and all of those kinds of things? What do you mean when you say culturally? that is something that needs to be foremost in the minds of anybody that are in business entrepreneurs what what are you referring to yeah yeah and i'll, I'll practicalize it because I, I think this is a very good point so remember we had a conversation on on on, on culture but culture, I, sure. I would like to throw sure. people there if they want to get maybe the technical framework to think about it but remember we said th- those are unwritten rules that we hold each other accountable to so it's things that we don't actually teach each other, but it's 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 the rules that uh, are, are somehow uh, socialized in us. But I, I don't need to test it in 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 the next individual. I'll give you a typical uh, a, a, a example. I, I've never had to beg uh, my partners to deliver a piece of work, so it 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 came without uh, question that hey, if we have got work to do, we have to work throughout the night till four o'clock and no one will disappear by the way because the, the, again if you are working with someone and someone disappears because well, now they only do day shifts and not night shifts again those are, are, are telltale signs to say but can we really make uh, 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 this work and and not sometimes to say we we, we, we could not uh, get burned out right and but but whenever those situations arose they were never in question uh, i mean we'll take turns and the partner will say ah I'm, I'm, I'm tired today. Can I at least push this thing? Can you push it till 12 o'clock at night? I'll, I'll make sure that I wake up or maybe say three o'clock. I'll make sure that I'm up at three and then you'll do a handover and then I'll, I'll, I'll push it till late. And by the way, this is when technology was still coming through. This work from home technologies were not prevalent at the time. In fact, I remember I used to use a, a lot of the phone calls. Yeah. But true to form, if three o'clock hits, the partner is up, I've been pushing th- th- throughout the night, I hand over, I go to sleep as, as well. But I go to sleep as well knowing that that work is in good hands. So, so it's, you're talking about work ethic. Work ethic. In, so that, so in that particular issue, which would be a component of the culture that you're talking so, about. So, yeah, yeah so, so uh, it's just that the, the word work ethic will, will presuppose that if you don't work at night, uh, 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 you don't have the work ethic and I don't want people to, to say right, that but it's, it's, right. it's about us understanding each other around what are the boundaries uh, and what are, are, the, are the absolute yes yes of the relationships and the absolute no no's things like uh, 
uh, I, I can't read slow, sloppy work. So we, we all have to have attention to detail. That, that would go without a, a fail. Being, being a slogger for, for detail and looking at the formatting of documents, we all had that uh, a, a, a skill. So we, we never really assumed uh, for, 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 from each, each other. Not to say if it wasn't there, it would, it, it would have been a deal breaker. But I, I, I do, I think the, the way we worked with, with each other, we, we we're quite uh, aware of each other's strengths and, and, and weaknesses. If, if that thing were to become a problem, it, it would have been a, prog- a problem that's probably being addressed up, up front rather than us having to wait till we get to the client right. uh, to, to, to see it. So trust was, was very important. Uh, the, the, the ability to trust each other implicitly without even, because it was a high pressured environment. So I, I could push maybe the whole day till midnight uh, and my, 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 my partners Alex and Melanie will then pick up at midnight and, and push till, till, till 8 and I'll g- even give you a typical example as well, there was a time we were submitting a, a tender um, and I, I had not done the paperwork, uh, Alex did the paperwork I think throughout the night with the view that uh, in the morning I was travelling and I needed to come pick uh, that, that the, the, the documents up, go bind them and make sure that they are delivered in, in the, that thing happened seamlessly without even him having to worry now to say, Hey, if I do all this work, what if this guy doesn't wake up? What if he doesn't make, make it? So you have to have that, uh, I think almost like an, I, I call it an unwritten rule, but it's, it's almost like a tick box. It's almost like being in a relationship with, with a partner. How, how, how big of the component of, how big a component in your success was that? This a, a lot of it. In fact, I would argue it's it's a ninety percent so, con- contributor uh, so, so. to it. Because I'll tell you why. Yeah. There's certain skills we didn't have. There's certain skills uh, that uh, my partners had that I didn't have. There's certain skills that I had that my partners didn't have. But with time, you you, you sort of standardize on those on those skills. But how you you get to standardize on those skills is very much a, a cultural. Um, uh, 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 it's, it's a, it's a uh, culture allows us to do that. So I would say, eighty percent of it was was culture, and twenty percent of it pro- probably skills that we are able to to, to close in. And it, uh, again, uh, culture dictates that, right? Because you, we were all uh, had an appetite for for knowledge, right? Uh, you would not have survived that environment if you were not someone who's seeking and willing to learn and learn fast and and be able to expose to to risks. And we all had that. And, and whenever you had a shortage in, in skill, you needed to skill yourself up, but make it transparent to the, to, to, to the partners. And I guess that's the testament why that partnership still exists, even, even, even today. It, it's, it's being able to go, it's almost like call it a team of some sort and understanding the roles and responsibilities of the team, but willing to plug in when, when uh, there's a shortage in, in some areas and willing to be coached and willing to be led, uh, sometimes leading, uh, that, that's very important as, 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 as a team. So there were no egos, for, for, for example. Right. example. There was no one who says, no, but I'm a leader. I need to be. It, it was such a collaborative uh, effort, joint effort. In fact, uh, if you were to ask me, I, I enjoyed work then because we were delivering very high quality work uh, involved with the clients at the, at the call phase. But the, the culture was an enabler uh, for, 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 for that uh, you might ask me the question that says, well, was I aware that it's, 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 it's culture? I, I wasn't, I'll be honest with you. But having reflected on it now and looking at, at, at the journey we've had as partners to, to, to date, I would simply boil down a lot of that success to the culture that, 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 that came through. I want to reflect very quickly yeah. on what Keith uh, 
says on uh, Twitter, and I think it's very interesting, uh, really referring to that conversation. I mean, the question that I asked between about what is the difference between uh, a self-employed person and a business person. And Heath says, good evening, Obs. Uh, my understanding is that a self-employed person is a skilled individual who uses that skill and is paid for it. For example, a doctor or a lawyer. Whereas a business person is skilled in managing the skilled people and runs a system in which the skilled people are delegated into various components that create money for that individual. He continues to say that on the other hand, an entrepreneur thrives on seeking opportunities for linking businesses uh, and business persons to self-employed people for the benefit of solving problems for lots of people. They make money as a token of appreciation and in the process become businesses by virtue of creating systems. And that's from Keith in Midrand. Uh, I'll ask you to reflect on that. But how critical, how critical in your development as a business, as these are consulting together with your, with your partners, how critical would culture have been? Whether you knew it then or not, how critical would it have been? And I asked that question because somebody listening to this conversation now and saying, hey, this is an entrepreneurial conversation and it appears that culture played a big role in the ascendance of Andisa and his partners to the point where yeah. they've got Andisa Consulting uh, or the consulting group. And we'll talk about what, what the components of the business are, what the value propositions are. But I'm interested in making the person listening to us now appreciate how critical culture, those unwritten rules, those, those expectations of a particular work ethic, of a particular value system, mm-hmm. of a particular um, attention to detail. You've just spoken about those things without it having to be something that is written down and casu- casuistically put down as a law. How critical was it in the development of your business? As I've mentioned, uh, Aubrey, I, I would attain 80% of our success uh, to it. So would, would, would that you, mean that anybody that wants to go into business has to seriously think about the issue of culture and actively pursue it and understand it and master it? Yeah, of, of, of course. And, and you see that it... it it's not a lot of partnerships, by the way, that stand the test of time. And I can tell you more often than not, uh, when pr- partnership breaks, it's down to a value system, which is ab- 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 about culture, right? If, for example, you don't have the, the same beliefs about money and how to manage money, you'll see that partnership will quickly disintegrate. You don't have the, the same belief about how work should be done and the quality that should be uh, delivered. Other people probably will say, no, man. Why are you spending so much time uh, perfecting a paragraph, right? This thing is good enough. We'll invoice and, and give quickly. Whereas you, you say, no, 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 but every word counts in, 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 in a paragraph. And therefore, it's important that uh, uh, each and every word stand out by itself and be a stickler. So you become much more about You're quality. pregnant with me. <laughs> yeah. You become much more about quality and less uh, 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 about just compliance and taking out reports and, and, and invoicing. So th- th- those things you'll see that they quickly take a toll on, on, the, on the partnerships, right? Because you'll forever be fighting about money. You'll forever be fighting about uh, taking work. And, and by the way, not to say that the person who's saying, Good, why are you nitpicking the words is wrong, by the way. He's probably saying, but we could be doing 20 of these things 
uh, and when now you are busy doing uh, 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 one, uh, one. Yeah, yeah. and this is where now the issues of strategy comes in, sure. right? That, that says, should we be doing one and charging more, or should we be doing many and, and charging uh, l- l- less? Price, but yeah, yeah. We, we will come back to, to, to that. But the issues of culture are, are, are sacrosanct, Aubrey. Mm-hmm. I would not, I'll reflect on, on, on the partnerships that never really worked uh, 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 for, for me. You know, I, 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 I don't like, um, uh, what do I call this, um, uncertainty in, 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 in the future. So I've had one partnership, for, for example, where every time we had a, a shareholders meeting, someone will rock up with a new partner because they're looking for money. And you find out later that a guy did contribute something to the partnership. And next moment you have a new business partner that you're not sure whether you can gel. Those things happen, by the way. And, and I'm sure a lot of people would have ex- experience uh, to, to, to that. I've had partners who, who are very wild in, 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 in nature and very co- confrontational in a very aggressive and, 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 and not so palatable way, right? I, I'm not that, I'm confrontational myself. Sure. But uh, I, I still want to do that with Kenda and Deco because at the end of the day, you want to man, maintain and manage relationships. Sure. And you'll see that those partnerships all will disintegrate because one guy is very gung-ho in a cowboy and ready to shoot everyone else. Versus you're also gung-ho, but in a systematic, in a much more pragmatic and, and much more uh, 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 candid way. Uh, and again, your styles of work will start conflicting uh, again. So th- those things... Are telltale signs uh, that, that are there when 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 partnerships. Sure, you can do. There are partnerships that are for a season. There are partnerships that are for a, a lifetime. I think as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you need to be very clear about those and and and, and how to uh, use them to your own uh, 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 ability. But cu- culture is very important if you are building a, a legacy business, uh, the, the one for the long haul, the one that will stand the test of time. Uh, you, you would need to very, build a very strong base in terms of of culture. Give me a call. Give me a call if you're a business person. Yeah. Uh, you run a business. You don't have to give us your name. You can be anonymous, and you've perhaps come to a place where you've discovered that the partnerships that you have in that business are not to the optimum level that they ought to be if indeed your business must go for the long haul yeah you started to started to you started to sense that you started to see that you started to see how conversations are not about the quality of the work but rather about the the remuneration or the the payment that is going to come from that nothing wrong with payment but if perhaps you have a value system that says, I don't want payment until I've delivered quality work. And you see that there is perhaps a disjuncture between you and your partners around issues of that nature, around issues of being forthright and honest with each other, around issues of being uh, in a place where you have attention to detail uh, as the kind of hallmark that, uh, or trademark that makes your your work um, stand out. Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you because it appears to me that, Andisa, you're saying to me that if there is no gelling at that level, if there is no connection at that level, at the place where um, you don't have to necessarily write it down, yeah. then you are... For hi- you're you're heading for hiding. Yeah, R- remember we're talking now about a, a business that's starting out, right? Yeah, and you'll sure. see that as, as as a business matures 
or at least we, at, at the infancy, we're less about writing things down. Yep. And that's probably one of the things I would say I would change with, with, with my uh, entrepreneurship journey. We have to be sticklers of, of writing. We should be writing memos, white papers, uh, codifying ways of doing things, even this culture itself, writing it down so that it makes it easy to enroll the next level of, 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 of stuff. Uh, I mean, when we started hiring, by the way, we, we, we hired more for expediency because the business was growing and, and we, we did not pay a lot of uh, attention to this cultural stuff that has made uh, uh, so to, 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 to work. And, and we, we've paid growing pains for, for, for it in terms of human resource churn, in terms of, uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's not a good space to be in to, to have to uh, part ways with employees. Uh, and, and we, in fact, I, I, I stand corrected now. We've yet to fire someone because of particularly performance. It's mostly the cultural part right. that makes us part ways with, with, with people. We, 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 we work with our people. We are a development firm. And, and by the way, it's one of the values that we, we had that became very uh, important uh, when we were starting out. And you'll see it in, 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 in our purpose. Uh, and it's a purpose that we, we share as founder, that purpose of development, right? We say we empower institutions that enable Africa's uh, development. This is how it reads now, as, 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 as it is. But by the way, we tried crafting it back then, and we used very big consulting words that we <laughs> even got confused. But the gist or the essence of it yes. was there. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and, and hence us even trying to get clarity around it uh, so, so that we are able to enroll as many people as, as, as possible. Did we, you, we did, necessitated that we, we take that exercise. Did, did you at that stage, at the beginning of your business, understand the fact that this is a journey? I mean, what, 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 I, I imagine that, and, and, and comment if you can. Yeah. I imagine at this point of the development of the business and with hindsight, you realize that it was a journey. Yeah. And a journey implies that there is going to be learnings. There's going to be successes and failures. There's going to be uh, a process by which you imbibe certain, um, certain, shall we call them values and certain ideas and certain skills and so forth. And that, if you look at yourself 18 years later, you probably find that you're very different people. Mm. Yes, still yeah. grounded in the same sort of culture, but different people in the way that you've grown, the way that you've, you've been chiseled, in the way that you've become what you are now. Was there a, an understanding that this is a journey? And I ask this because I imagine that anybody that wants to create a business must understand that this is a journey. Yeah, no, uh, uh, it wasn't there. In fact, I remember the conversations we were having, particularly myself having started the, the TV business. It was very much an opportunistic uh, uh, opportunity that that, 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 that came. Um, and, but it, uh, I, I don't think I treated it with to saying, look, it's, it's, it's opportunistic. It was still uh, very, very much in, in my mind. A, 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 an opportunity to start doing something and building something. Whether I'm, I'm part of it in the long haul uh, is, 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 was up for discussion, but it was never in doubt that whatever we, we were working on, we need to build a very solid uh, uh, f foundation. And as we are building that solid foundation, by the way, and 
embarking on that journey of, of self-discovery, we, we started having conversations, right? Honest conversation but to say, but gentlemen, what is this? We've got so many employees now. We've got this thing. What, what is this thing? And, and there's a number of, uh, uh, I guess, interactions as, 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 as partners that we started formulating. And, 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 and I think it was not up until, in fact, it's been recent that we, we now decided, you know what, let, let, let's take and, and corporatize uh, this. But one of the key learnings in, of which I know a lot of people don't uh, value this is, is taking time out as partners and having a conversation about a business. I think at that point in time, we would, did not call them per se strategy sessions, but we, we would take time to really just reflect on the business and talk about business. Because part of reflecting, you'll reflect on the growth of the business, you'll reflect on the weaknesses that are emerging, you'll reflect on the people, but you'll start reflecting on, 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 on the bigger why of, of, of the business which will then start formalizing the, 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 the partnership, start formalizing the business. But those were ongoing conversations uh, from the very onset, uh, as far as I, I, I can remember. One thing we've not been shy away of, as, as I've mentioned, and I, I would urge every business person who's actually serious about their business, is taking time off, two, three days off. Not doing the work, but thinking about the work that needs to be done, thinking about the people, thinking about the clients, mm. and, and reflecting it's a very because because you, you can get caught up in the treadmill of it all. Absolutely, yeah? I, I I still get the, the the questions now because we we have our uh, strategic getaways four times a, a, a year. Everyone will be like, yes, yes, you guys, what do you talk about so much in a in a strategy, right? And it's difficult telling people this is what we we talk about. But I, I guess it's more the reflection of 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 the maturity of maybe the the the, the, the parties that are around what it takes to reflect on, 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 on the business. I mean, reflecting on a business is a very deep spiritual exercise, right? It's not something you can think about in a car. Of course, I think about the business in, 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 in the car and some sporadic ideas will, 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 will come. Of course, sometimes I've got some inspiration. I'll, 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 I'll write stuff down and so will the, the, the partners. I'll be reading something. We've got a, a Twitter thing now that we'll, we'll, we'll share the, the thing. So there's, there's always the flow of, 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 of ideas, right? But those flow of ideas are just that, flow of ideas. You do need a session where you concretize these things and they become decisions that influence how you then run the, the business. And until you take time away to just reflect, reflect on uh, sales, reflect on marketing, reflect on the strategy itself, the stuff that we... Reflect on about. what do we do? Here? What do we do? Reflect on yourselves as, as partners to say, but how do we contribute to, 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 to growing the, the, the business? Um, that's a very crucial, uh, I would think after culture, the second thing that's sacrosanct is just taking time to reflect on, even if it's a weekend, t- to take the Saturday and the Sunday. If you can afford the money, go lock yourself in a, in, 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 in a bush. But all you do about is just dream about your business. Okay. Look back, obviously, uh, and, and say, if, if I had everything, uh, the, the way I wanted to be, how would this business look like? Okay. Where am I currently now and what will it take for each and every component of my business to be there, whether it be people or process? I want to take, take some calls. Yeah. Double one eight eight three zero seven zero two. Andisa Ramabunga is my guest. He's a chief group advisor at Ndiso uh, Consulting and uh, a lot of you asking, what is, what is Ndiso Consulting? He, he'll tell us in a few moments' time. But really just looking at the journey of entrepreneurship from, from being self-employed to corporatizing. In this particular case, we'll talk a little bit about that. It's important, folks. These these notions, these ideas are critical.
critical in us getting to a place where where we are real impactors of an economy and not just passive impactors of an economy. I'm not saying that those of us who work, who have a job, are just passive because you're not passive, you're working. But I'm, I'm saying that there's a, there's a next level here. And then there's another next level. There's levels at which we need to start impacting this economy. Tomorrow, by the way, the Minister of Finance is going to be giving the budget speech, um, the uh, much-awaited-for much budget speech. Um, and we need to start being real contributors <laughs> Now I'm going to get into trouble when somebody says, yeah, but of course we are real contributors. But I'm, I'm talking about at a business level. Mm. Um, let me speak to Piri in Alex. Good evening to you, uh, Piri. Hi, good evening, and Mr. Ramavonga. Thank you so much. Thank you so much um, for calling, Piri. You know, perhaps uh, I have uh, been listening to these uh, uh, conversations that you've been having with uh, Mr. Andisa there uh, since they started. And sure. I really am grateful for the knowledge that you guys have imparted, I am a an aspiring entrepreneur. I wish to see myself being an entrepreneur, uh, running businesses in future. And I have to say that, you know, ever since you guys have been having this conversation, I've been trying to put, uh, you know, ideas together, um, putting the puzzles uh, together. I've got uh, some sort of a business plan that I've been trying to put together on what I want to do because I'm not really liking the office uh, work that I'm doing, so I want to do things on my own. So I just want to say I'm really grateful for this knowledge that you guys have uh, been putting out uh, uh, in, in the public eye here. Um, maybe I just wanted to ask uh, in, uh, in terms of of, of partners, um, how exactly do you choose, you know, partners, you know, people that you you want to work with and, uh, you know, how, how, how can I go about, because I've got a couple of guys that, I kind of want to work with, but uh, I'm still not sure if, uh, you know, we can be able to to work together and really succeed together. And uh, I suppose that is important that you have partners that, um, you know, you have the same goal goal with. And also the issue of uh, cu- culture uh, that Mr. Uh, Andisa has uh, actually alluded to. How, how does one really cultivate that kind of culture uh, you know, that everyone can actually buy into and, you know, see to it that uh, the work that is done is actually done and done uh, uh, successfully. Thanks. Piri, thanks very much for that uh, question. Much appreciated. Is is it that deliberate? Do you choose it or does it sometimes just happen to you? Yeah, look, look for, for me, it has been trial and error. Uh, and I can tell you even to date, it's still very trial, trial and error because... Um, it's it's more expediency that leads you to partners more than uh, it's it's not a recruitment process if if you know what I mean. Uh, although I'll argue where, where I am currently, sometimes it's it's, it's it is a bit of a, a recruitment process, but it's more expediency because you are trying to access maybe some opportunity, or you're trying to access some skill, you're trying to complement some skill, and it comes with you having not have a. Uh, the latitude of of nearly really choosing 
who and who because uh, sometimes if you've got a partner who's willing to compliment you without getting paid and taking the risk there aren't a lot of partners who, 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 who are like that but I, I always say that you take it project by project. Uh, just make, make the first uh, invoice and see how things are. It's like any relationship, I guess. Partnership is exactly that. Uh, and that's why I, I, I use the word partner, not supplier, because you could argue that uh, if, if, if the business is yours and you're enrolling someone into the business and they're offering a skill, they could be a supplier, right? But it's, it's a partnership because there's some level of shared risk. And there's some level of uh, leniency and latitude that you allow yourselves in. That's why you get into a partnership and not probably try to find money and, 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 and fund it. So, so yeah, it's tricky. It's, it's a trial and error. Uh, I, I would say don't formalize it up until it becomes very clear. Take it as, 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 as it goes. Um, yeah, and, and you can only learn. And it's great when you once you've learned. I mean, one of the things... I, 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 uh, we, we've actually done with, as, even now as a, a business, we, 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 we have a framework that we use to vet partners. Uh, that would look at obviously the business. It will look at the, how they operate, where they are, but more importantly, look at the cultural. We've set ourselves a set of values that we want to test with the partners. Uh, and that's, by the way, it's, it's, it's a function of, of, of hindsight, but you, you need to find, those deal breakers for yourself. Mm. And those are the deal breakers you need to then document. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a stickler for writing stuff. I, 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 if you ask me, Aubrey, the difference between a businessman and, 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 and a self-employed guy, the businessman is the stickler for codifying stuff because that's what makes you scale the business. You must uh, write down that, that, that culture thing, whether you use it to enroll to recruit people uh, who will be working in the business or using it to, to get partners, uh, write that down and, and, and make it a, a, a Bible. And, and I'll, I'll tell you why that's important. The day that you are not there, someone will be able to pick it up and, and be able to use the same framework or the, the, the same tool to enroll, to enroll the next person when you are not even involved in, 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 in the process. This is what it takes to scale the business and, and make sure that you, you, the business runs when you are not even there. Debza asks, uh, good evening, Orbs and team. Please uh, kindly ask our guest on how do you draft, write an agreement letter with your partner and essentials that must be in the document, asks Debwoho. Yeah, he's, he's saying an agreement and, and, and I'm trying to uh, rush out. You know, the moment you get into agreements, that's not really a, a partnership anymore. And I'm not saying people should shy away from governing stuff and, and I mean we, we have a shareholders agreement now as partners but I can tell you it's something that we did very very late uh, in, 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 in the in, in the business a lot of stuff we did was through a, a shake of a of, of, of a hand and hence this process that says get to know people before you commit to to, to, to them because if, if that becomes the way you want to govern it through law trust me you, you'd spend a lot of time uh, involving lawyers in, 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 in making your relationship work. And that's never hardly a partnership. You might as well just relegate them to becoming normal service pri- providers. But I, I, I would say I, I, I've honored uh, agreements, by the way, written by hand. Uh, in fact, I remember I was sitting in a restaurant one time and one of my ex-partners made me, which I still regret, by the way, is sign something written on paper. Uh, but I honored it, right? Because at the end of the day, it's the partnership that matters and, and, and less about uh, if, if you agree on the spirit of how to do things and you agree on the spirit of 
of of of shared value and uh, and how to accrue and and, and split that value. I, I I think you 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 then are in the right uh, 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 way. But as that said, I mean, people are unscrupulous out there. That's why I would argue that I think take your time, learn and, and get to know people project by project and start formalizing stuff as partnership once you are probably in your third or fourth iteration. It sounds to me like a lot of this at, at the beginning is very intuitive. Yeah. Um, it sounds to me like there's a very strong intuitional sort of approach to how you make decisions in the beginning of the business. What should inform that intuition? Hmm. Uh, you're asking me very difficult questions. Because it's almost like asking a me... building uh, account. Uh, how, how does uh, gut feel formulates within uh, my... my, my, my my point, I guess we are different and, and I, I, I don't want to, I, I can tell you how I, I, I do it. Uh, uh, have I come to regret it at some point in time? Of course I, I, I have. Uh, uh, but but, but uh, these things are trial and error, uh, Aubrey. And, and I, I guess like I'm saying, it's, it's, it's a journey. Uh, a, a lot of, at least what I, I would argue with people r- right now is, is document each and everything. And when I say document, I'm not talking legal stuff have have a playbook of, of some sort whether it's matters of strategy it's matters of culture it's matters of of people and it does not need to be a fancy thing it could be a channel where you you just record things uh, as they come and how they make you feel and how would you have done them differently just record as, as your own way of 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 of, of learning which is a in consulting we call it a playbook but it could be a playbook about your business and how you made the decisions and what led to you making that decisions. And the aim is to learn from it as, as, as much as you can. Octavia Mamabulu says, good evening, Aubrey, and your guest. I've been running my logistics business for a while now. Unfortunately, it's a sole ownership. I have had a few requests to partner, but the expectations from prospective partners have always been centered around immediate financial benefits, even before any amount of time is spent in the business. One of the major problems we have is instant uh, gratification. Oh, Octavia, I hear you, man. This is a very real challenge. I would love to bring in one of or two people. I believe more brains make the work light, but I think the shared value that your guest is talking about is critical. It's so critical, says uh, Octavia. And uh, thank you so much for this topic. And that is from uh, Esther in, in Irene. The reason why I've spent so much time on the issue of culture and the intuitive sort of connection that happened and so forth is because I always find that when we speak entrepreneurship and business in South Africa, we want to speak in very black and white terms. Mm. And it is at that inceptional stage, it's that at that, at that beginning stage that the black and white white stuff doesn't really exist. It's created by the intuitive stuff. Mm. It's created by the gravitational forces of people who have who have the same value system. Yeah. And I think that what this calls for is a lot of introspection. Mm. A lot of introspection of understanding not just what you do and the skills you require, but who you are. Oh. 
so that you can be able to understand what it is that you are attracted to and what you are repelled by at a level of culture. Yeah. And, and, And this conversation, in the conversation around business entrepreneurship, is woefully neglected. Woefully neglected. If culture, value system, those unwritten things count for 90% of whether or not the business is going to succeed or not. I think that we spend way too much time talking about percentages, this legal principle, and that without focusing on who are we mm. in order to make this project work. As we close, comment on that. Yeah, uh, Aubrey, and, and I think you, you, you're asking a, a question because... I guess most of, of our business exposure is it's once these uh, businesses have grown and they've become the yeah yeah the 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 mammoth yeah of, of course when you are there a lot of people have gone through this journey that we 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 are talking about a lot of codification would have done a lot of teething issues the trial and errors would have done they are matured they practically I mean if a business gets to thirty forty fifty plus years it has done its journey, it has done its maturity and it's probably very clear and that's why it gets too black and white. But at the inception, it's quite important that uh, we we reflect on on, 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 on what you've just mentioned now. Uh, and I, I keep on saying and I, I said it again today that when we do a, a reflection, it's a deep spiritual thing and, and by the way, that calls into question the being that you are. And you cannot separate that, particularly when it's, 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 it's at the start of, of, of the business because we are shaping the identities of the business through the personalities of the owners. How do people get in touch with you? Yep, you, they, they can write to me, info at ndisoconsulting.co.za. Lots of people wanting to find out what is Ndiso Consulting. Next time we yep. get together, we'll be talking about their, their business, but we continue with this journey.